Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Uh, what about Detroit? You know, Stafford's questionable with the quarterback situation. He's a Little Michigan Patricia man. Tom Brady to, is a Michigan man. You know? That is interesting. Who knows? What about, know? yo, yo, nah, nah, nah. Jim Harbaugh gets a job somewhere and Brady is the new head coach of the Wolverines. <laughs> He's got something left to prove in that arena. There you go. He can bring Michigan back to prominence, show. Yeah, he's got the weapons on that offense, too, to play with. So there's uh, yeah. there's some guys, Galladay, Galladay. and uh, yeah, John, yeah, Jones. And a pretty good, pretty good tight a end new, now. A, pretty a good new young back. tight end, yeah. But yeah. does Detroit have a chance to win, Joe, in that division? No. No. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Yep. Yeah, it's been, been many moons since we've heard the Detroit take over the North. No. Uh, so who knows? You know, but the Tom Brady carousel continues. Uh, we will find out as uh, the months continue. But let's talk about the current NFL guys and obviously stake in the XFL. Yeah, there you go. Stake in the XFL. Um, but guys, speaking of uh, exciting football, so to speak, Jerry Jones, once again in the news, when he began his search for the ninth quarterback, uh, ninth coach in Dallas Cowboys history, winning experience mattered. And here are some quotes from Jerry regarding Mike McCarthy. One of our primary goals in selecting the head coach was to focus on a proven team builder and winner. Someone who's got a proven track record of winning not only consistently, but at the highest level. We found a coach not only who checked those boxes, but also has the experience of taking an NFL team to the biggest stage, the Super Bowl, and completing the job. Uh, He won the Super Bowl in one of his 13 seasons with Green Bay, ironically, in AT&T Stadium. Um, Also, he faced Dak and Zeke in 2016, knocking them out of the playoffs in the divisional round. Uh, it's funny how everything comes for full circle, uh, especially with McCarthy and these Cowboys. Uh, he has a 125-77-2 regular season record, but he did have the year off. So, uh, obviously, we all know he was studying. Um, but, hey, he's a proven winner, 1 out of 13. But, hey, he's a winner nonetheless. So, we'll see We'll see what happens with Mike McCarthy in Dallas. He seems very happy. Their pillow fight seems like a success. So, uh, there we go. We'll see what happens with Mike McCarthy in gotta figure out what Dallas. they do with Dak pretty soon. Figure exactly whether he wants to be tagged, whether they want to pay him. Who knows uh, what the case may be? Yeah, but, Amari as well. Yeah, Amari Cooper as well. But let's see. He has to do a little bit better. He did. He picked it up at the end of the season, but this season was a little, little shaky for him. Because the injuries, uh, yeah. Injuries, exactly. Yeah. Speaking what of injuries, shock. he's hurt again. Yeah, yeah wow. exactly. Right as I'm speaking, he's hurt. Um, but speaking of injuries, guys, you were just talking about it. The Vikings dealing with the injury bug. Adam Thielen suffered an ankle injury. You said it. Joe. He started with his hamstring in week seven. And he came back in week nine, re-aggravated it, and then uh, now it's an ankle. So the lower half of Thielen is not looking too good. They say they're not too worried about it. Uh, they say his availability for Saturday will come down to today's injury report during practice. Big game against the 49ers. But also Stephon Diggs missing two straight practices with an illness, but head coach Mike Zimmer said uh, there's no concern for it. He'll, he's sick. He'll be fine. So... This is going to be a very interesting play. I have Diggs in actually a fantasy lineup for the playoffs, so hopefully he pops off uh, after beating this illness bug. Let's go to the association, guys. Uh, Joe, you were talking about it on the morning line. The Heat taking down the Pacers, 122-108. to 108. Tyler Hero led the way with 19 points and 7 rebounds. Bam Adebayo added 18 points. And for the Pacers, DeMontis Sabonis added 
27 and 27 points, 14 rebounds. But the real story is Jimmy Butler versus TJ Warren. They exchanged Priceless. bumps, words, uh, whatever you want to call it, profanities, gestures. And uh, Butler did not hold back post game. Here's the <laughs> here's the quote. It's 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 a doozy. Here we go. Ready? And I don't use that word very often. I mean, to me, I think it's tough for him because I can guard him and he can't guard me. This is Butler talking about Warren. He got to see me the next time because I feel like what he said was truly disrespectful. It's all good because we see him again. He was blowing kisses to Warren after he was getting ejected off the court. Then he said, he's soft. He's not even in my effing league. Nowhere near me. If I was their coach, I would never put him on me again, ever. Man, Butler, (laughs) not mincing words. so much fun. I love Jimmy Butler. He's great. I love Jimmy Butler. He's great. He is like so much fun. He's that dude outside on the playground. You know what I mean? (laughs) That ain't scared of anything. And it's just gonna you gotta have a guy like Jimmy Butler. Absolutely. And he seems very happy in Miami. He seems very happy with where he is. So and uh could not have been a better fit for him. He's got a bunch of young guys on there that respect him. He wants to be the man. He is the man without really being the man. It's Everything is uh, is going Jimmy Butler's way right now, and there, you know, he le- he's a leader. He's uh, he's a guy that, uh, believe me, that motivates uh, the guys around him over there. He didn't even know who T.J. Warren was prior to last <laughs> night. Like you got to be kidding. Exactly. You know, he called he called him. It was so funny when they threw him out. He like he, he looked over and he called him effing trash. It was like <laughs> he's like I'll kick your head. He's like, dude, you're effing trash. Get off the court. It was like, oh, Jimmy. That's great. Jimmy on the road too, no less. He did this in Indiana. He ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, they, he ain't. No, he ain't. <laughs> Miami actually improves to ten and nine on the road with this win. So uh there you go. They're doing pretty well. Really quick too. Celtics lost to the Spurs 129 to 114. Kemba Walker got ejected. His first ejection in nine seasons with the NBA yeah. was all for profanity. He was uh he, he's gotten two sportsmanship awards over his nine years, but he thought he was being nice. I guess he also got hit by a Mack truck. <laughs> yes, he did, but that was very funny to see Kemba get angry like that. But it is what it is. All right, going to send it back to the crew on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Thursday morning. The Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour two here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. Uh, I'm Joe Ranieri, is Dane Martinez. As we, uh, the countdown has begun, 48 hours here, guys, until we uh, we begin the uh, the NFL divisional championships here. And uh, like we had mentioned, uh, it's it's going to be huge. But the limits are they're they're open, guys. So now is a very good time for you to be able to monitor the market for these games, as the progression will give us a pretty good idea early on. You're looking at. 10,000 limits in the week. Then you're looking at 20, and then you get to 50, which is right about where we are now. And then, of course, midnight tonight, guys. $100,000 is what it'll go to right up until game time. So when the line moves at this point, it's moving because it ain't because a bunch of $20 bets came in. It's moving because the limits are off the charts, and now... Let's uh, let's see where the big money guys uh, are going to go because the lines for a lot of these games have been the Packers going back between three and a half and four. I've even seen it at four and a half in five at some points here during the week, uh, the Packers and the Seahawks. And we told you yesterday, listen, the public loves 
Russell Wilson. The idea of Russell Wilson getting points in this spot is just it's it's too tempting for folks. But yet, right. I can tell you that line moving towards Green Bay still ain't because of the uh, the public loving Russell Wilson. It will be interesting to see what happens here, though, monitoring uh, the injuries for the Vikings. Um, they're still at what? Seven, six and a half, seven. Have you seen it move from there? No, that's seven on the number still, Joe. It's still seven on a number. Okay, so that's definitely worth watching because that's the first game on Saturday. Yep. Uh, but watch what happens to these lines across the board, guys, because the minute you get guys that can drop $100,000 in increments along those sure. lines, yeah, that's that's going to move a line here or there, Dana, it, pretty quickly, too. Yeah, absolutely, and tomorrow's payday, Joe. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's what happens on Fridays, right? That's when yep. people start taking their little trips through the desert. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about feeling, Joe. Mark Ingram is still the biggest one, uncertain to me. Yeah, I gotta it's follow huge. it. Yep. And I gotta follow it. If you read the tea leaves, he may not be out there. I. That's a. Um, that's an They're issue for the Ravens. The best guys. purpose, Joe. That's yep. an issue for the Ravens. Yeah, right. It is. <laughs> they don't want to admit it. That's a problem. Future odds. We'll do that next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. That's not the kind of damn commercial we should have a week before I'm going to Miami. For my bachelor party, when my fiance certainly listens to the show. Don't, uh, yeah, no, no, don't, uh, don't read into it. Don't read it's into it. Do yourself a favor. Don't, no, no, leave it, uh, leave it alone. Not yeah. out over here. <laughs> leave it alone. Don't read into it. Nothing to see here. Just keep on moving. Welcome back in. As we, uh, as we take a look here, the weekend, uh, is almost upon us. Football, football, football. Get ready as the divisional championships, uh, at this point. We mentioned injuries, guys. Keep an eye on the injury aspect of it. Uh, Dane brought up a good one there, of course, uh, with the Ravens. Keep an eye on what Mark Ingram's status is. Definitely playing it close to the vest. Uh, Diggs has been throwing up. He's got illness has been uh, what we're hearing, which means it's usually not just one guy. There might be a few other dudes. And then, of course, mm-hmm. Thielen, once again, from a hamstring to an ankle now, has not practiced in two days. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, they're trying to play it off. But I'll be interested now that the limits are up. Let's see exactly what happens to that line. If the uh, injury is significant enough or scary enough that we really do start to see some money come in the uh, some big money come in the other way. But it's uh, it's a good time to take a look at the future odds now on sure. some of these uh, teams based upon what we've got as far as some game odds, because there are a couple of different ways to mix and match to maximize uh, profits here. If you really, really do like uh, a team or two to go all the way. And when you look at the AFC Dane, it looks like the, the Ravens here, you know, give or take, I'm seeing Ravens to win the AFC around minus 140. The chiefs are plus 160. I'm seeing the Titans at plus 1200. I'm seeing the Texans plus 1500, you know, give or take somewhere within that ballpark. I think the Ravens are easy enough. The, the favorite, uh, they're the only ones obviously that you're going to have to lay money in order to be able to win. But if you think the Ravens are going to win the AFC, 
What is their game this weekend now? Because they're obviously they're a big favorite here. What's their money line play this weekend? The Ravens this weekend? Money line? Yeah, the their Ravens. It's got to be two dollars, right? I mean, it's got to be oh, every. It's a bit lot of more it. than that, Joe. It's a lot more is than it that. Three, four. Keep going. Yeah, four, four ten. Five. Oh, four ten. Right. So you got yeah. So minus four ten for them to win this weekend. Now they would play the winner of KC and Houston, right? So the Chiefs are at plus 160. Yep. The Chiefs have, I, listen, if you think, it depends on really who you think is going to represent the AFC. Of these right. teams, who do you think is got? Is it the Ravens? Is it KC? And I know you've been a big proponent of, uh, of KC at this particular right. point. KC That's is right. never going to be plus anything, guys. Um, not even, I don't even think if they play the Ravens uh, next week, Dan, I don't see them at... Um, I don't see them at plus money. I, I really don't. For what? Um, so like win the con- so, no, the Ravens would be the favorite. Don't, no? to next week's game alone. Next week's game alone. A standalone game. I, that's going to be a three-point, two-and-a-half, three-point at best. Yeah. There's not going to be an opportunity I, I to agree. ever get them at plus, I don't think. Well, you'll get them probably at plus two-and-a-half. You don't think For that's a, how I'm it would I'm talking right money now? line. Yeah, I'm talking money, oh, money line. It's not going to be. It's, Maybe like I don't think you'll ever get them at plus 160. No, no, not like that. You might get them at like yeah. plus 110. Plus 115. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because they I, will yeah. be an underdog in the game, right? Yep. I think there'll there be a we. dog in the game. I think it'll be right around a field goal. Okay. okay. That's if you have a look ahead line, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it would be two and a half, three, three and a half, one, something like that, based on whatever happens here. And obviously, you know, anything that happens injuries wise, that sort of thing. But, yep. Joe, you know it. I, you're right. I ain't switching horses now. I'm on, I'm on Kansas City. And honestly, mm-hmm. Joe, Kansas City beat Baltimore. And it, it, what was it, like week four, week five, something like that, earlier in the season. Yep. And this is, to me, this is before the Kansas City defense got better. That's correct. I, yep. I like Kansas City. I really do. I think Mahomes has learned and evolved that the video game Mahomes is great and cool and all for highlights. But, you know, making the right decision, having a better defense, even giving the ball to Damian Williams or Shady McCoy a few times. I, I really think the evolution of Patrick Mahomes and the, de- and the Kansas City defense is going to rule the AFC. I do. Yep. And I, don't get me wrong. I love Lamar. But there's, a, there's levels to this. There's a process involved. And Patty Mahomes went through the process last year. I think Lamar is in the middle of it right now. And you have, I mean, listen, if you are going to back, uh, if you're going, you know what, do I, do I take Kansas City right now to win this game here against, do I want to lay the points, the double digits, right. do I, you know, obviously you're going to have to lay another 4 or $5 there, I'm sure, against Houston on the money line if you're going to back them. Yeah. Or do I think they got enough of what it takes? I mean, plus 160 at this point is not a bad uh, is not a bad bet if you are going to back Cincinnati regardless. I mean, you're going to back Kansas City because let's face it, chances are, right, assuming everything goes well, you're taking on Baltimore. So if you think Kansas City is going to represent in the Super Bowl, then take the plus 160 right now here, guys, and have them uh, and have them go ahead to represent uh, in the Super Bowl. I, Titans, to me, are a – that's the wild card here because yeah. if the Titans do win, they're at plus 1,200 right now. If the Titans do somehow manage to be able to get past the uh, the Ravens in this game and uh, advance, then you're looking at, you know. But then the Chiefs are minus money. Minus, yeah. Then the Chiefs are definitely minus money. But the Titans are, to win the AFC at 12-1, to 1, if there's a dark horse, do we think Texas has a shot one way or the other here? 
No, I like Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. So right. no. I mean, I mean, no, but I mean, realize it's fine. I mean, yes, anything can happen. But of all the t- for the upsets to happen in the no, AFC, I think Tennessee right. represents the best yeah. shot of a of a long shot. And here's right. The thing, Joe, I can't like I'm at the point of the season where I can't go off my narratives that I've had for three or four months, Joe. And as you know, one of the things I've also said is that Deshaun Watson is one of the human beings that that makes them live to win any game at any time. So can they? Yes. Do I think they will? No. I think, you know, FanDuel Joe also offers a name the finalists prop. Mm. If you just like name the two teams in the Super Bowl and that's a parlay of win the AFC and win the NFC. And I'm looking, Joe, tell me, I don't know if you like, who do you think, honestly, Joe, Baltimore or Kansas City? Or are you going off the map? Who do you think is in the, a- the Super Bowl from the AFC? I think... It, it's tough because I, you know, part of me wants to, part of me wants to ride the Titans all the way through from the standpoint that I, you know, we've seen this hot team, right moment, right time. Nobody gave any credit for it. Like it's been a while, but yeah. we've seen this a la New York Giants. Like we've seen this in the past where this team, everybody who thinks it's going to go one way and then all of a sudden yeah. a team playing great defense, great running, but you know, rides off into the sunset. It kind of feels that way with the Titans, and I got news for you. If they beat Baltimore, then I'm really a believer. Then I'm really a believer because then I think there isn't anybody that can stand in their way at that point. Then I think it's going to be in the cards. But if it's down to the Ravens or the um, uh, or the Chiefs, I trust – I like the Ravens' defense a little bit okay. more, plus they'll have the home field advantage, so I would definitely give yeah. the edge to the Ravens. Okay. So the reason I bring this up, on FanDuel, there's a name the Super Bowl teams, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of – so what I'm zoning in on now, I just got to tell you, I guess, right? Kansas City, San Francisco, as the okay. matchup, is plus 420. Baltimore versus San Francisco is plus 260. I, those are intriguing to me. San Fran – KC right now over four to one is interesting to me. That's all I'll say. Cause I do think, you know, if you look at, um, to win the, uh, AFC and it's win the NFC, there's like San Francisco is a bigger, like there's a bigger gap between San Fran and the other like second and third choices. Like Kansas city represents a decent second choice at only plus plus one seventy or one sixty, whatever you see. The second choice in the NFC is a far cry away from San Francisco. You know what I mean? So I wonder, I, I wonder about trying to, in essence, parlay the conference champions right. in a in well, the you final. Well, you got what? A minus 140. One, minus 140 for the 49ers to win the NFC. Right. Uh, the Packers are the next close. Two, 250, right? Plus 250. on FanDuel, but yeah. 270. Okay. So, yeah, there is. There's a significant difference between the 49ers and the Packers right now. Right. And if the so Packers... I'm, I'm, 49ers and Baltimore, 49ers and Kansas City, or even to your point, 49ers and Tennessee. At, at four like, to one? At but, four yeah. to one? That's a pretty good number. Because to win it all, who do you like to win it all? Me, Kansas City right now. And that's, yeah, so that's, you're looking at plus 360 to win the Super Bowl. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
All right, guys, welcome back in here to the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, stopping by with us. And also, uh, still 54 college basketball games on tap here tonight, uh, 12 NHL games. Uh, you got four NBA games, so now might be a good time for you to get in. Get in the game. Get yourself over to a DraftKings sportsbook there and get yourself a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks right now. It's pretty simple, just... Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Make the deposit, then place your first bet. DraftKings, boom, they match it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, the offer, it is eligible for all users, but if you are a new user, get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks now. Just make the effort. Head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. So we did mention last week, Dane, in the uh, wild card rounds, how unders uh, have always been a uh, a profitable yeah. play during that round. So what about the divisional rounds now? And it's, uh, it's interesting when we look back, if history is going to teach us anything, right, in the okay. last, let's say, eight to 10 years here in this particular round. Uh, it is a, well, let me say this. Favorites uh, in this particular round have often done pretty well. There have been some outliers. There's been a couple of years where we have seen the, uh, even in the last eight years, I believe, the eight, uh, the last eight playoff years, the home team, they yeah. swept this round in 2016 and 19. And they split in 2017. So there's a lot of in that span, ultimately, when you put it all together, the home teams, which are usually the favorites, 25 and 7. So 78%. So what that means is they go 3 and 1, basically, in this round. So there is going to be, if the numbers hold true, there's going to be a dog that wins in this this weekend out of these four games. And And if... It went outright. That's correct. Yeah, there will be a dog at some point in this. Uh, the numbers tell us over the last uh, eight to ten years that that's it, guys. We're we're looking at a dog in this round. Three favorites and at least one dog. Who is that dog going to be? Who's the best dog, do you think, on the board to be able to get it done? Is it, uh, I mean, uh, I guess you can look at it from the standpoint of Green Bay, could be the upset special because they're the they're the least the favorite of spread. them, I guess. Right, the lowest number on the board. Um, you know, which one is it? If you if it's going to yeah. be three and one, Dan, when we're talking on Monday, who is that yep. one team going to be that uh, that pulled the huge upset? Uh, sounds weird Uh-oh. because if you look at the, all the odds, and your favorite to win the Super Bowl is the Baltimore Ravens. But in the way you frame the question, Joe, if I had to pick one dog to win outright this week, it would be the Tennessee Titans. Um, mm. For me. For me. Um, I don't think Houston's going to get it done. I think San Fran is going to have scheme. Like, you've given Shanahan another week to scheme offensively. Yeah, I just think that yeah, San Francisco's a better team. Um, I, I personally think that this is a great matchup for Green Bay. We'll get into that a little right. bit later. I think this is a great matchup for Green Bay. I think Green Bay is so happy that they're seeing Seattle and not New Orleans, if you ask my opinion, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that leaves Tennessee, and we've talked about Mark Ingram uncertainty. We've talked about Mother Nature and then how mm-hmm. that can kind of level a playing field. And we've talked about Derrick Henry. Um, and this is Lamar's first time. If I had to pick one dog to win outright, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it would be that the number one seed and Super Bowl favorite goes down in their first uh, first game in the tournament. Interesting. Uh, we can also tell you that this round typically here this weekend is the round, Dan, where we see the favorites have the largest spreads, right? They they are right. favorites by right. a long shot of any round. Right. This is where you really do start to get those 8, 10. You're starting to see them here now. Uh, 2017, however, was the only time since 2009 that less than two teams were favored by less than a touchdown. So this year... With those big spreads that we're seeing, uh, it's kind of a return to normal. So this is what we have seen over the course of the last 10 years. It's normal to have these kinds of big spreads with Tennessee and Houston and so on and so forth. Uh, But keep in mind that that year, back in uh, 2017, we had two two dogs ended up advancing that year out of the four favorites. So uh, if, if everything holds true, you look at these four games, guys, everything is pointing to being there is going to be an upset. There is some right. money to be made on this board here this weekend, Dane. The question yeah. is, do you get the Wait. right dog? Right. Who is it it's that's like, going to do it? It's, I always make this analogy, Joe, but it's like which 12 seed is going to beat the five, right? It's In happened. the March Madness. Yep. You know, we yep. always, the trends are saying that it always yep. happened. You got to pick the right one. Two questions for you, Joe. One, do you think, because the juice says it might, do you think San Fran will get to six and a half, will drop to under a touchdown? Uh, I do. I Because I it's seven on the number, right? But the juice looks like it's moving that way. So yep. I wonder if it'll get under a touchdown. That's one, because you were saying that two of them are over a touchdown usually. This would be a second one, right, going under the yep. um under the one yeah. score line. And Joe, you made me pick a money line dog. Who's your money line dog to win outright? I, well, I'll say this based upon what, you know, these trends that we're telling you about, it's, yeah. I think it's obvious the betting markets, the betting markets might very well be on Minnesota to be that team, Dane. They might be on, uh, on Minnesota to be that team to be able to pull off the upset here with that offense on paper, with the way that defensive played. You know, there that game should be seven, seven and a half, right? I mean, if if all holds yeah. true, what we know about San Francisco going up against yeah. that Minnesota, it should be more than a touchdown, but it's still hovering around six and a half here. So I do think on some level, there are a significant portion of the betting market that buys that really does buy Minnesota being that team to be able to pull the huge upset here this weekend, more so than listen, the public loves Russell, but that's the money is telling us. Uh-uh, they're buying Aaron Rodgers, so they're buying the favorite there. I do think a lot of people are uh, are saying Minnesota, keep an eye on Minnesota, not just to cover, but to win this damn game outright. Maybe it's Kurt Cousins' year. I mean, we talked about it. Hey. When, the go- you know, when the football gods, when you get it rolling, it's not like we haven't seen that before, man. You know, teams with no shot, they can't win. Oh, really? Because yeah. they're winning. And they're and winning pretty good. Uh, they're winning well. So let's not there's forget a the team shot did win the four games. favorites. I'm not buying the four favorites clear house this weekend. I'm not. I do think there's going to be that one upset. Now, upset, we're talking about winning outright, Dane. Covering right on, right. is a different story. But I do I think money line wise, 
there is a there is a payday waiting for us this weekend if we can get this right. And is it Tennessee or is it Minnesota? I boxed me in. I picked one. Pick one, Joe. I, listen, I'm staying with Tennessee. I really okay. do think so Tennessee's got it rolling. I, yep. I do. I like yep. Tennessee. Uh, you're asking me, Kirk Cousins or uh, Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Uh, so for me, right, fair uh, enough. <laughs> but for me, Joe, we talked about it previously. We talked about right. it yesterday, I think. This would be back-to-back road games for Minnesota coming off the high, right? You also mm-hmm. talked about the rest disparity, right? Yes. And listen – there has been no team that has been in more knockdown, drag out fights this year, in my opinion, than the San Francisco 49ers. They've yeah. proven that they can be in any type of game, 48-45 or 2017 in uh, in the rain against Baltimore, right? I, I like them. I like Shanahan with a week to prepare with his scheming. Um, and I think people are kind of sleeping on like this defense and what they can do offensively. The narrative is like, oh, I don't know if I trust Jimmy G. People didn't trust Kirk Cousins. Look what happened, right? I just think mm-hmm. it's a tall task for Minnesota, especially back-to-back road games and the rest disparity. It's interesting. We have had, uh, I think, the two most recent wins but did not cover in this round of course new orleans okay. um which has been on both ends i believe of that uh, of that there over the last right. couple of years because they've lost in just unbelievable uh, fashion there sure. um but you're looking at the wild the wild card round we know we understand the wild card round and with the unders going there but it's clear dane that the overs over the last nine years, 24 out of 36 games have all gone over this week. That's 67%. So yeah. I think it's clear that by the time you get bigger spreads, right? We got bigger spreads over a touchdown. It it goes, I guess, I guess it goes hand in hand that we should say there's no shock. And this, uh, bear in mind, weather is an issue here, absolutely, in some of these games here this weekend. But on whole, uh, I don't think we were surprised all four games went under last week. I would not be surprised if we get three out of four overs this weekend as well. I, and I do think Seattle and, and Green Bay probably going to be a shootout here, Dane. That's interesting. I like, I like at least two of the overs. Uh, I definitely mm-hmm. like Seattle Green Bay over. I like Good. Tennessee Baltimore over also. I, I would not be surprised. Yeah. I would not yep. be surprised if this is a little bit more of an offensive. Everyone's like, oh, the rain, smash mouth running. Baltimore puts up like 40 points a game. Tennessee mm-hmm. under Ryan Tannehill is putting up like 30 points a game. I would not be surprised if this is some kind of like 33-28 kind of game. Um yep. In Tennessee, Baltimore. So for me, those two, the late game on Saturday, the later game on Sunday, I think both of those go over. Houston, ten, uh, Houston, Kansas City, to me, profiles as like, you know, it's the highest total on the board. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the one that like the public definitely thinks will go over. So mm-hmm. literally only for that reason, it gives me cause for pause, Joe. When everybody thinks something like last week, Joe, everyone thought uh, Philly, Seattle was the over game. It did not mm-hmm. go over. It did and not so that's go the over. Same, that's, that's the same kind yep. of thing I'm thinking for potentially Houston, Kansas City. Uh, but I like Tennessee, Baltimore, and Seattle, Green Bay definitely to go over. Road teams, uh, by the way, that are getting anywhere from three and a half to nine and a half points over the last okay. uh, 33 games. 21-11-1 yeah. against the number. ATS. Road teams. Yeah, I mean, against the spread, dogs. it's all... 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Guys, as we uh, we continue down the um, the situational spots and trends here, what do the numbers tell us? What does uh, what does history tell us about this particular week? It was accurate in uh, showcasing the uh, certainly the unders in last week and how wild the wild card round can certainly be there with uh, with a couple of upsets. Once we get to the divisional round, it tells us a whole new uh, a whole new set of data there, Dane. And it's interesting. Yeah. What about teams? that weren't in the playoffs. Um, let's say we're not in the playoffs last year, but now our first team playoffs. We've talked about in the right. past how, you know, returning playoff teams, uh, experience yeah. always a factor. Well, the progression. how yeah. about when neither team in the divisional playoff matchup was in the playoffs last year? And that is the case, of course, with Minnesota and San Francisco. Neither of those sure. two teams were in the playoffs last year. Well, what we know about that since uh, since 2005 Three and one straight up the home teams. Okay. One and three against the number. Ah. Interesting. However, yep. the total in every one of those games has gone over. Over. Every one of them. So when you have these two teams that are kind of treading in uh, in new territory, which is kind of what Minnesota and uh, San Francisco are, neither making the playoffs last year. Right. While the home team straight up has been successful, they've not been great against the number, but the total, yeah, it's been pretty uh, it's been pretty successful to back the over there. And as far as returning playoff teams in right. this particular spot, um, if there was a returning team, Dane, playing a team that wasn't in. Much like what we've got, I believe, here this weekend with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Eleven and five, the home team straight up. Five and eleven against the number in the there last sixteen when they are single digit favorites. So nice. Baltimore right now under ten, I believe, right? Nine, nine and a half. Yes. So yeah. So you got eleven and five straight up, but five and eleven against the number. When a team is taking on, uh, you know, a playoff team the year prior, right. taking on a, a newbie this year. Great. So it's uh, uh, that aligns matters, but yeah. uh, good. Not for blowouts. Good. Because that's the way yep. I see Saturday going, Joe. Yep. Honestly, yep. I see San Francisco and Baltimore winning straight up, but not covering the number. That's correct. Yep. And That's the, way the I numbers. San Francisco plays in field goal games left and right, Joe. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? I see San Francisco winning a three or four point game. I see them winning mm-hmm. a one possession game. That's why I was mm-hmm. asking you if you think this is going to go to six and a half or seven and a half, because that hook is very important in the way I see this game. And similarly, Joe, you and I both said that the Titans may be the best chance to win outright, right? Yep. So give me nine and a half points. I'm getting more than a touchdown in. I just said it's going to be over, but I, I, you know, let's put it this way. What, what I think Tennessee is going to try to do is feed the beast Derrick Henry. However, they are equipped if they fall behind, yeah. you know, to still lay it out and play a little catch sure. up and back door. 
You know, mm-hmm. they can do it both ways. They have that balance. That's what we've been talking about, right? So, yeah, I think both these favorites, these uh, buy teams on Saturday, I think both of them win but don't cover. So we know how important teams during the season, they're, you know, they want that home field advantage. They want that buy, right? So yes. what about number one seeds here, Dane? How big an advantage has it been over the years and, and as far back as 2004? How big an advantage has it been in this round this week? How big an advantage has it been for them? And the answer is, guys, um, 22 and 10 straight up. So it's been that's been good. Um, 11, 20 and one against the go. number. Uh, just think the Saints last year you know, who were number one um, and they lost to Philadelphia. So mm-hmm. just saying number one seeds are nice, but don't get enamored with number one seeds this week. And Joe, the number one seeds are the most public options, right? Yeah, and so those lines mm-hmm. are going to be bigger and the public mm-hmm. doesn't realize that these one <laughs> seeds, regardless, they are facing a good team. That just won last week. (laughs) You know what I mean? Regardless. And so I think that is a recipe in general for an inflated point spread. And so the fact that they win but don't cover does not surprise me. It sounds like they're 66% to win, like two-thirds to win, but only one-third to cover almost, right? And I think that is – I think it makes sense to me that the one seeds would be facing an inflated point spread because the public is like, this is a 14 and two team, right? And so what we say all the time, of course, they're going to win. Of course, they're going to win. Those are the teams that fit into that false narrative and whoever it is, the four five, whatever this Minnesota or Tennessee, these teams both profile as a team that get less respect than they should, and is coming off a win. And that's always the case with whoever's going to number one seed. So I think the it makes sense to me that the spreads are inflated. So those that win, right, pull off road wins in the wild card round, Dane, right, yeah. and advance to the divisional. Um, right. The last 25 teams to do that, and just so you guys know, the, we've got Minnesota, Tennessee, and Seattle. All all did that last week and now are looking, of course, to being the uh, looking for a second straight road win this week. Slipper to still fit. (laughs) That's right. Of the last 25, 16 of the 25, 64 percent have covered the point spread. Nine have won outright. It's the same rate. Yep. It's the same kind of rate. Minnesota, Tennessee and Seattle. Yep. Yep, yep, they're looking for that situation. So you get nine of twenty-five to win, sixteen yep. out of twenty-five to cover. So all go. in all, that just tells us, guys, there is a game on the board Saturday That's or right. Sunday that is going to be very profitable on the money line. It's going to come in plus. There is a dog that is going to win this weekend. Your job Absolutely. is to figure out which one. We've given That's you enough right. That's information. That's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> which 12 seeds you pick to win in the first round. And if you know, yeah, hit me up yeah. on Twitter, by the way. If you're in the DeLorean, hit me up. But I like Minnesota with points. I like Tennessee with points. Yeah. I like yeah. Green Bay outright. And that's a small mm-hmm. number. Kansas City, to me, may be the team that dump trucks Houston. Mm-hmm. If you want me to go even crazier, Joe, you know how Carson Wentz didn't finish the game last weekend? Right. Deshaun Watson. Mm. Listen, listen, everyone makes everyone like that Superman play he made. Right. He should have gotten concussed and almost killed in that game, in that play. He had two guys coming after him. He was sacked seven times, Joe. 
Like, mm-hmm. people are glossing over the fact that that offensive line is still blunt guts trash. And I'm worried mm-hmm. about a pressure on Kansas City. Terrell Suggs added, you know, I'm worried about Deshaun Watson. I really mm-hmm. am. I think, yep. I mean, I, I don't wish injury on anybody. But <laughs> if you want to find a crazy prop like Deshaun Watson not to finish the game, I think is literally live. If you want to get a cover, if you're looking at a road team this week, guys, and this is good for live betting, understand this. Yeah. The magic point total, the the total that you need to get to as a road team in order to give yourself the best chance of covering, and we're talking this is now 25 and 10 against the numbers since 2002, Dan. Once these teams, road teams, hit 21 points, then you've got a really good chance of that a road team covering. So watching these games, live betting these games this weekend, guys, that's the number you're looking for. The road team, if they're going to cover, they're going to cover because they're going to be close to that 21-point number. Anybody, like when they score 14 or less, right. um, they're 4-14-1. and one. So you need that. You need to get to that 21 mark, that three touchdown. You know, you've got to right. score enough points as a road. You're not going to win a game, uh, you know, with with 12. You're not going to cover, rather, with 14 points, 10 points. It's not going to happen. So you need to get to that. You need to have some offense in, in both halves. So 21 points will determine whether or not you can cash a cover there against the spread as a road team. And I, I think it's going to be... I think all of these games, believe it or not, Dane, are going to be a little bit closer than some people think. Uh, I, I really do. Um, I agree. Uh, I, there is something telling me that uh, we might see a couple of big shootout games where it's going to come down to maybe a final possession or two. Who's got the ball last? The you mean like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, for example? Right. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some along those lines. But you know what? Yep. Like, to your point, I, I know the spread is double digits, but it would have surprised us to see Deshaun Watson and Mahomes Come down to the final drive? It would Wouldn't not surprise me either. Yep. Would, I'm would not. really worried about that Texans O-line, Joe. I'm really worried about the Texans oh, I'm O-line. With you. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I, I don't think that um, I know. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who's going to have, and the only equalizer in that game, of course, is going to be, can they, can Deshaun Watson get the ball? Is uh, is Fuller going to play? Is he going to be able to stretch the field? Again. Yeah, he's, he's going to have to again, do it. Joe? But honestly, he's been doing it his whole career. So he's been doing it in college. He's been doing it on every level. So Andy Reid does have the coaching edge in that. I will certainly say that that is something. But they're going to have all one possession games. I would not be surprised at all if every one of these dogs covers this weekend. Would not surprise me. And that's why I'm taking these points over a touchdown Mm -hmm. because I can see that as well. But, Joe, honestly, like three months ago, I started Mm -hmm. saying there were three human beings in the AFC, Joe. And this is Mm -hmm. coming into focus even more now when we're talking about this game, Houston-Kansas City, right? The wild card is what maybe Deshaun Watson can pull a rabbit out of his hat. Right. You know, that play with Buffalo, right? He should have been dead to rights. He pulled a rabbit out of his hat. These three men are going to, that's what's going to happen. Who's going to make, it's like, Joe, which Jeopardy contestant gets the daily double, right? <laughs> it's like, which of these three men makes the, makes the, oh my God play. I really believe yep. that's what this comes down to. Just like our boy James Holdenhauser or whatever got the daily doubles last night. Yep. Yep. And I can tell you that matchup uh, back in week six. 
you know, Deshaun Watson, 31-24, guys. One score game over Mahomes there. But they were favored by three and a half, Kansas City. Think about that line adjustment, guys. That's a six-point line adjustment right now in the playoffs from what that was back in week six. And Andy Reid, 18-3 and in the regular season after a bye. Uh, four to one, uh, four and one in the divisional round after a after a week off. So Andy is like I said, coaching advantage, yeah, big time. But that's a big number. That's almost a touchdown difference from week six, Dane, with pretty much the same teams. I, I mean, I think outside of, I think Kansas City defense is noticeably better. Not, Joe. Not better. Yep, absolutely. But still, so that would be the difference. Matchup nightmare awaiting yeah, on both sides. Yeah, I hear you. And that, that that scares me. The the yep. the nine and a half scares me. It really does. Mm-hmm. Joe, check this out. I know you're on Tennessee a little bit. Uh, this is chalky as all hell, Joe. Ravens Chiefs money line parlay minus one eighty. Yeah, it's chalky. <laughs> it is. It's I know. so chalky. I, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> see, I so, of Joe. all the big favorites to actually maybe cover the, I think Kansas City if they win. Yeah, uh, my right. money. I would rather bet Kansas City to cover by double digits than just Baltimore and Kansas City to win outright. You think Tennessee is live, don't you? You think Tennessee can win this game? And yeah, I, I may or may not yeah. have. Uh, yep, a couple of yeah. bucks on Tennessee and a money. I may or may not have that. Yep. When you did that before, anyone? May or may not. Oh, interesting. Mm, shocking <laughs> the way that works. Yeah, shocking. But. I, <laughs> You know, Dan, watching I, the movement here, the, the, the money is still pouring in on Russell Wilson. I really do. People I got the are same weird Russell feel. Wilson. I oh, I'm don't on love Russell Wilson here. I just don't. Everybody Joe. loves Russell Wilson. I you don't love Russell game. Wilson. Preston and Zadarius Smith. That's it. I don't love him, man. I just. I do think. Smith. We've been talking about these improving defenses, Joe. Green Bay going to get to Russell. Uh, well, you know, the, the the amount of love scares me that he is getting right now in the market. That really scares me. That's a lot of Joe Public. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Nice. Yeah, don't worry. Be happy, yeah. although I am uh, worried with all of that uh, public love for Russell Wilson. It's kind of mm-hmm. nauseating right now. Uh, but doesn't change the fact that uh, the uh, Seahawks uh, on the road trying to get that uh, back-to-back road victories. It's not like we haven't seen Green Bay and Seattle in Lambeau before in the playoffs. Sure. Uh, another we thing to consider, and we're gonna oh, score. <laughs> not listen. Another thing to consider, though, is Pete Carroll going up against that first timer there in Matt Lafleur. Guys, never been there, never done that, and we we all know this is not you know week seven of the regular season game. This is a little That's different fair. animal, but uh, it's something to consider. But you need defense. You need a quarterback you can rely upon, and it helps to have a coaching staff that's been there and done that. And I do think if Green Bay is able to get past this game with the win, I mean, right now, Green Bay is plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. Then I'm seeing eight to one right now to win. Okay. 
they could very well represent uh, Packers plus 250 to represent the NFC. Uh, is Good thing it I have the them question? at 12 to 1. <laughs> Good thing I have them I mean, at 12 is it to out of the represent the NFC? Thank you. No, it I is mean, not. If you're not, it if is you're not. not in love with San Francisco, guys, and if you think Minnesota is going to be the team to pull the upset this weekend. Yeah, then the game will be in Lambeau Field. You got Packers at plus 250 to win AFC. You got Packers at plus 800 right now. I mean, yeah. you get Packers over 10 to 1 right now to win it all if that's what you want to do. So, yeah. which would make sense. But then again, I think the value, like the Seahawks, Seahawks win this game, then you're going to have, it's not going to be about the reality of it. It's going to be Russell Wilson. Could you imagine what the love is going to be for Russell Wilson next week? Yeah. I, nah, round right. three you're, of San, let's say San Francisco, Russell round Wilson three, is, San Francisco, Seattle. Yeah. Oh God. Russell oh. Wilson may be the most public guy in the NFC right now. Right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's why I mentioned Preston and Zadarius Smith, Joe. In the same yes. way, you know, I'm talking about this Kansas City defense evolving. Yep. Those yep. guys are the reason this Green Bay defense is evolving, in that's my correct. opinion. Okay? Yep. And I'm going to tell you something else, Joe. Jair Alexander is a great corner. And I said it week one. Adrian Amos is an Ooh. under-respected, little-known safety for Green Bay. Love it. I think you can take Love away it. the ball. Yep. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And don't forget, guys, Houston's coming off an overtime win last week. It's true. A little extra football to keep in mind, too. So just throwing all these out for you. We'll try to put it all together for you tomorrow, break it down for you. In the meantime, morning after is next. Good luck with the plays tonight. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Make it rain.